Dajahao. Welcome to part two of our episode with Jessica. One thing that you've done really, really well with after giving birth is getting back into shape. It's like getting back into shape. Do you think that with social media and just in mm-hmm. general, like society, do you think that there's a pressure to bounce back? Um, definitely, yes. Because um, I I share on my Instagram and and I don't mind to share to people like I actually have a pretty serious postpartum depression. Oh yeah, I shared on my um Instagram and because I think postpartum depression is actually really important to tell all the women you need to be careful because it happened. It it just happened. It it doesn't matter your genes or how well you prepare, how strongly your mental health is, or you have a great husband, or it's not about that. It's about, it, it will happen randomly. You don't know. You don't know when. It's like your hormone, you know, your hormones are going crazy. So, yes, it's nothing you can control. Yeah. It's it's just, it, yeah. So, I I never, I why do I want to share this on my uh instagram because i just wanted people know this is common and it's normal and it's important because before i have birth uh only one friend of mine are reminding me hey you need to be careful with this that's all doctor didn't say a word really about this a word not at all in taiwan so i was shocked and i i was like i don't know what to should i do i can't sleep i just negative thoughts and don't want to stay with babies it's just really serious oh. if you're interested you can go read the 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 post that i made but yeah it's just yeah, definitely. um yeah so if you ask like um doing social media and with twins together um i think it's not that easy especially uh growing instagram sometimes it's all about numbers when you stay behind the screen you will see how many like you make, how many follow you get, and like, how did you get sponsored? It It's, you need to find the way that you don't lose what your goal is. Although you will just, you know, drown in by all the numbers. Hmm. So do you think exercise helped with your postpartum depression? Definitely. Really? Going out. Because I, I remember when I have a, the worst timing is like when the pandemic really hit Taiwan. Every day is like a thousand, a thousand, a thousand of uh, patients go to hospital. So my mom deferred me to go out and I don't want to go out because it's dangerous and I have just a newborn baby. Yeah. So I just, we kind of just locked down in the house. I think that really affected me a lot. I mm. think being a healthy, healthy mom after you have pregnancy I will want to just holding my baby or put in the stroller and going out. Yeah. Because you always stay home. You, you should change your, like, uh, how do you say that? Like, spiderments. You, you don't stay in one place. Yeah, your atmosphere. Yeah, because, but like, especially, like, I'm work before. I always go to work. I always see a lot of people. But when you have baby, you're just baby and you. Baby with your mom or just everything is just every day the same the same the same it's that's that's a, that's a problem 
it's very lonely when you become a mother to be honest like I always tell people that even though everyone's like oh you've it's so nice that you you've got your dream you wanted a baby I mm. uh, because I suffered also really badly from postpartum depression and when I used to go to comfort from friends or family to say I'm really struggling the instead of being supportive they were very much like why are you complaining your children your child is healthy and you wanted this eating well and you want baby that's all you want why you are why you're sad right now i thought your dream come true mm. i hear lots of this thing a lot and i even question myself like yeah, yeah. Why, why why i do say like as a mother you still want to be known as not a mother, like, you know, because you're still a person yourself and you're just looking for yes. comfort for someone to say, it's okay that you're feeling this way about your child, about being yeah. a mom. Um, and just having someone just, just tell you or just listen and be like, it's okay. Cause exactly what you said, being in a, in, in a, in, indoors all the time. Like I used to say to people, like, I just need to go for a walk around the block, like by myself. Yes. You know, yes. just get out, have a different change of atmosphere. It just makes you yeah. feel so much better. It's it's a very yes. you can't explain it when people ask you what are you feeling. It's it's so hard because it comes in waves, and it's almost like a wave hitting you in the face. So you're fine, and then it hits you, and you get this overwhelming, unbearing feeling, and then it hits you again. But if you've not experienced it, it's hard for you to imagine what this is. This feeling is. It's really it's really hard to explain to people. If the people who have depression before, it might be easier. But post-depression, post-one depression is just happening after you have a, have a baby. It, it's just hard to tell people what you're faced for. Because having baby is actually a happy thing. Yeah. But what you're facing for in your brain is a sad thing. So sad. Everything you've seen in this world when you're in that mode, it's just sad. So sad. Everything you said, you, you feel like you you sorry for a baby to become my children something really negative thoughts and and when when those things hit me I don't expect that and I just feel like how can I get over this I'm so a happy person before what's going on with yeah. me like I just feel like so many questions in my head and I can't get over it I think it's really good that you put it on your social media, especially in Taiwan, because sometimes I think that Asian countries um, aren't mm. as, I don't know how to say it, not I would, as accommodating. They don't really open my, or really. They're not empathetic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, and they I think, think talk about this is like not something that. Yeah, and I think you sharing it is going to help a lot of mums out there. And I know that Cheryl spoke about it a lot on her pod, on our podcast and her Instagram. And like for me as well, like I'm worried about, I'm worried about that. Obviously, after giving birth, but what does give me a little bit of support is knowing that one of my best friends, Cheryl, has been through that. So that if I if I am going to suffer with that, and my boyfriend doesn't understand how to deal with that, or he's family or whatever I know I can call Cheryl and I hate you have two now <laughs> yeah and I can ask for advice like I hate the fact that like when I listen to like Cheryl's story she kind of went through that because we weren't friends at the time we didn't know each other at that time and I hate that like you went through that without your family being here and without that support system you know and I think that's why you I remember you telling me a story where you just got to the point where you just had enough and then you just literally in your underwear ran to a you heard to Zhongxing which is like downstairs from her but building I was like take my baby 
I literally walked in there. <laughs> I was in my breastfeeding bra in these like, you know, you know, you get those like tights, those short tights. I had that over my yeah, belly. Yeah, yeah. I took my seven yeah. day old baby and I walked in. She was just in a diaper and I walked in there and I just started crying. And I said to them, like, can you take Aww. this baby? And the woman was like, Mama, I need some. Mother. And I'm like, I can't do it. I don't want this child anymore. I've made a big mistake. And I was so dramatic. Like, I even, like, I said to them, like, if you don't take my baby, I love my baby. But right now, I was like, I cannot be her mother. I said to my husband, like, I feel so bad for this child to have a mother like me. Like, at that time, I thought that I had, my life oh, is my, over. I have exactly something like you. I have exactly something. I told my husband, he laughed at me. I was like, we've made a big mistake. And he's like, what? I'm like having a child and now we can't put her back in. And then I was like, and then my family, I was like, your family's going to hate me because I'm going to put her up for adoption (laughs) because I can't be, I can't be a mother right now. I'm sorry. And he didn't understand. He couldn't understand. So he said to me, go downstairs, go to the Yezu Zongshin, see if they have a room. And literally they just took her. And the moment I was in the Yezu Zong, I swear to you, I was just like, Mm. and I like, I lay in bed. Release, right? I didn't want the curtains closed. I said the the darkness scares me. Like I was like really at that point, anything dark, as soon as the sun would go down, I'll tell Alec, like I'm getting my husband, I'm getting this, this feeling of anxiety and like, I know, I know. It feels like death. And he's like death. And I'm like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like impending doom is coming. And then I woke up after two days of sleeping and I told him like, I feel a little bit like me again. And I was like, I need to just. Yeah, I, that's the same feeling. I feel like the meat I know coming back a little bit. But sometimes it will go away. And then I'm just like in a dark womb. You talk about adoption. I also say the same thing with my husband. I say, oh, and I love my baby. But I, I just want to, I'm sorry. I want to give away. And I say the exact same thing. I, I think you're, I, I love your family, but your family will hate me. And my husband couldn't know and and i say if i if I, I i can't do this and if i don't do adoption like you will lose me i think i will go you know yeah. can, I, can i say this words here yeah, yeah. i will probably I, I will suicide i will go jump off the building and he will say i will do everything just keep you here he he was the he he's so strong of a mental i mean being being a partner like postpartum depression it's really hard because they don't want to sin but they, they need to stand in there like a tree to telling you that you will be okay and whatever the feeling that you have just telling me and i just can't could imagine how he processed that because like you said you want to give away your kids you don't want to see them you just you just want to close your eyes and just try to hide it and then you don't want to see everybody you just you just want to like i don't want to Dama's decision before ever and I just want to if I can not do it and then just like go away go away I don't want my kids can I ask you both um how long did your postnatal depression last roughly can you remember how long it lasted Uh, and how how long it took for you to kind of like get like to come out of it and find yourself again I think I had it really bad the first few months of of having a small baby and then I thought I was fine like I I felt like me again but I I think it took me like till my daughter more than a year but it's not like that I was it's not that I was crying every day it's like 
it's like you cry, you have these emotions, and then you feel like you're better, but there are little snippets of they it hit you back. again. Yeah. And yes. I think it took yeah. me a long time. I, I was so scared to tell people how I felt because I was so excited when I was pregnant because, you know, yeah. I've always wanted to have Same. her that I felt like if I told them I, the reaction when I told my close friends that I you had. You feel guilt, time, right? No, but the way they reacted, like, because they don't have kids, they were like, but you're complaining. Like, oh, you know, oh, I had friends sad. because they don't understand. So, and my mom is not, my mom wasn't with me so it was very hard to turn to anyone I do I feel like you said my partner is great I, he didn't know what to do he would just sit and stare at me I had a very my cousin who is mm. living here as well came and would sit with me while I would cry but yeah a year mm. about a year yeah wow. from from me I'm still taking medicine and like you said I think the worst 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 hits me it's about a year, the first year, it's really, really, really bad. Too bad. I like. I remember my mom recording me after I have a baby for after five months, and she say, "Oh my God, that's the first time I hear you laugh." Because I am a happy person before. I'm laugh so much. Yeah, I yeah. laugh so loud. <laughs> and she was tearing down, say, "Oh my God, my daughter's finally laughed." And but like you said, it hit me again, back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes up, sometimes down. But actually, that's normal though. Like the motion, the emotional should should go up and down. That's what doctor told me. I learned something. So about a year, I was really bad situation. And now there are one year, seven months. I'm still taking pills, but it go like this, like up and down, but going uphill, uphill. I still feel down sometimes. Still like right now. But it won't struggle for too long, yeah. And I will come out like normally. But I know the feeling. I kind of like with kind of friend with postpartum depression right now. So when I feel down or something, and I know I need to do something different to make myself back, like exercise or read book or like um going out, hang out with some friends. Or just talk to people who are like close to you, close friend, or who knows your feelings and will make you feel better. Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're coming to the end of the podcast now and we don't have too much time. I know you're a busy mum, but oh, there's so many questions I want to ask, especially. It's okay. We can have like second, second podcast. Yeah, if you want. we sh- definitely should because I want to talk to you about how you balance life being a mum, especially yeah. with twins. No problem. No problem. <laughs> but thank you for sharing. That really, honestly, no. thank you. Thank you. For, and thank you no. for being so honest. It's, it's been a great podcast. We had so many things we wanted to ask you, but actually it's been a great educational podcast for moms. I really think so. And yeah, and I think that's why we definitely, now that we've started, so anyone listening to the podcast, if you, you want to go and watch on YouTube and see the Chinese subtitles, please do, because I really feel like we need to reach more Taiwanese women as yeah. well. Yes. You know, yes. definitely. Just to wrap it up, um, can you tell us where we can follow you and find you if our followers want to come and like, you know, take a look at your past posts? Oh, um, you just type Jessica Xu, HSU, mm-hmm. and uh, one, two, two, five, and Instagram. Yeah. Before you leave, yeah. can you just give us one tip 
for for me <laughs> I'm, I'm being selfish now for me and for other expecting mums like what's the one like little bit of advice maybe you would give to expecting mums yes mm. um choose your partner <laughs> <laughs> yeah very I'm important sorry. That, that's that's so important i mean before you become a mom please think through it this is a partner that you want for your whole life yes red flags yes <laughs> yeah oh thank you so much jessica i'm really excited to put this episode out i think a lot of people are going to really enjoy it yeah thank, thank you so much of you. Thank you. it's really really um, happy 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 moment and nice too. to meet you <laughs> Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.